Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hey folks, thanks for joining us for Mission Week. This is the last day of Mission Week. I'm with Don and Carolyn Armstrong. I'm talking fast because we got a lot to talk about today. And uh, it's been a joy. And I could sit and listen to them all day about these things. And I imagine you can too, to know that God, the Word of God is being spread all over the world. And Don and Carolyn are having a big part in that and all the ministers and missionaries that work underneath them. So, Don Carolyn, thanks again for joining me. Thanks for having us. It's been a fun week. Enjoyed that. And uh, but, but we want to talk about a few. I told you we'd close this week talking about Tanzania, where you guys were for 16 years. And I think we will for a second. Then we're going to go back and uh, close out talking about Minamar. But you guys were in Tanzania for 16 years. That's where you first went to the missionary field. Yeah. Now, you went to a place that was, at that time, quite remote. Yeah. It was dirt roads. No communication. Um, Sketchy electricity and our, uh, water for an hour a day. King cobras in your backyard. Uh, yeah, black mambas, green mambas. Spitting cobras. Hyenas down the street at night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, all sorts of things. Monkeys yes. up there and mm-hmm. hippos at the lake. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it was- uh, Sounds kind of <laughs> sounds, sounds worse than it seemed. <laughs> and, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are there, but I mean, because you got so used to it. Mm-hmm. For somebody like me, listening to that, I was like, what? And then listening to, we sent a team of 11 down there and listening to their stories when they came back. I mean, they were like yeah. amazing. Well, we enjoyed our time there. It was for it was sixteen years, but um, it was home. And you guys built well, part of building a, a tremendous school there, which is mm-hmm. today uh, flourishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, we are going back first of October to celebrate the twenty fifth anniversary of that school being oh, wonderful. founded. Wonderful. And uh, it's hard to believe it's been twenty five years since we started that school, but it has, yeah. and it continues to flourish. And, and now it's like from preschool all the way up to uh, 14th grade, which would be like junior college level. Wow. So it's really moving. I I know that our church, there's a number of uh, kids we support from there. I think Denise and I have a Mm -hmm. child there. No, our child's in Uganda. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some of the church, the men of the church, we have one in Tanzania, and so there's others. And what was interesting, you know, they talk about different ministries, Compassion Ministry. We have a a program called Children of Promise, which is the same thing as we support them. They support their family virtually. It's Mm -hmm. it's amazing. One of our ladies on that trip met her child, and that just just got Mm -hmm. the church. We went from about five kids being sponsored to 70, Mm -hmm. you know, because of the testimony of, and they encourage you, you want to go back and meet your child mm-hmm. they'll take you back on a yeah. on a trip but but you guys did a lot of training too i believe in in how to sustain life dealing with planning and all this kind of thing well our primary responsibility was to teach in a bible school that was already established carolyn did a lot of teaching with the new testament gospels and also with english and i was the administrator and i would teach a few classes and we had uh, three other Tanzanians who taught with us. And so we would, it was a school of about 30, 40 kids, uh, young adults actually. And, and when they finished, they would become pastors in the church. And um, that, that was our primary responsibility. And then from that, we branched out to building church buildings and sending them on to more education and then building the secondary school and then founding the Children of Promise program. Where's it, where's it at now? I mean, uh, what's the attendance of the school now? 
Overall, it's about a thousand kids. Unbelievable! And yeah. not only that, doesn't it have like a really high rating in uh, Tanzania? Um, I, I believe in the state of Manyara, which is where it's located, it's when in the top tier. I, I thought I <clears throat> thought I heard that it was the top of for for grades. For, for, for scores. I haven't checked up on it recently. I, okay. I'm not sure. But it's, it's high. It's, but it's a good school. It's, it's yeah. a good school, and it's moving ahead. And, yeah. and now in the last 16 years, it's more modernized because I, I see roads there now. I yeah. mean, cement mm-hmm. roads or asphalt, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah, they have cell phones, and and uh, and there's a tarmac road all the way into town now, and they don't have hyenas running down the street anymore. Yeah, so yeah, where'd the hyenas go? I don't know. Back to that. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's an amazing thing. That's the whole story. And Don and Carolyn have many, many stories from Tanzania. And, uh, I, and one of them was, I, to me, is fascinating is, is the fields about the rats. Tell them about that. I mean, it's kind of gross, but it's a... Well, it's just Africa in that... <laughs> So we, we invested with a friend of ours into growing uh, like 400 acres of barley. And when it got time to harvest, this was like a, a once every 60-year cycle, rats came out of the woodwork, came out of the forest, came out of the ground, and ate that 600 acres or 400 acres, whatever it was, in about two nights. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Could you see them out there? Oh, they were everywhere, and oh. they were they were in people's homes. They were chewing on their babies. Oh, they they, they were they were just destroying everything in their yeah. path. They ate everything. And it's, it was like a plague, and it happens about every sixty years or so. And this just happened so how to do you be get rid the year. You don't. You let them go, and then they run off, and they. I think they just because there's so many of them. Eventually, they die of hunger because after they've eaten everything, and then they just they die out. Wow, that's the only thing I know of where the hyenas get them or something. That's but, terrible. But yeah, that was an unfortunate. Yeah, but it's an interesting story. <laughs> but I just uh, hey, let's move on. We got another five and a half minutes left today. Uh, let's move on to India, Myanmar. Talk about real mm-hmm. quick uh, what's happening there. Either place, uh, whatever mm-hmm. your, your choice is. Well, I'll start with Myanmar. In Myanmar, that. excuse me, I keep saying <laughs> I've said it wrong forever. Myanmar, yeah. yeah. It used to be known as Burma. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have churches there. I got a, a friend from Burma. Yeah, yeah, that met at the state house. I was working and uh, working yeah. as a janitor. I got oh. to know her really well. Her name is Mumu. That sounds yeah. like a Burmese okay. name. Okay. Yeah. Um, during the time of COVID, they had the the government came in and overthrew the elected. The military came in and overthrew the elected government on the first of February, twenty twenty one. And just totally turned everything upside down. And our churches were very hopeful up until that time that they're going to become normalized with the rest of the world. And then this happened and everything shut down and the borders closed. And they've just had a very difficult time coming together and meeting as a church. A lot of that is because, too, there was there was so much protest to the government or the military coming in and doing this, taking over the government. And the, the people responded. They were out in the streets. They were protesting. They were they, they were just not going to take this. And but not, the military had all the weapons. And so there, there was a lot of people killed and a lot of ugliness that went on. And and it's still it's still going on now. They're, they're in a civil war. Yeah. And and it's it's really unsafe have, in Myanmar right now. They have a curfew that yeah. starts, you know, with sundown, sundown to sunup mm-hmm. is a curfew, 
if you're caught out after dark, you can be arrested and you may never be seen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, it's a very fearful time. What it has done, though, is a lot of the, the Myanmar people that were kind of sympathetic to the government are now joining forces with the hill tribes that are in, in there's a very hilly country with a lot of tribes that have been in civil war against the central government for 60 years. And so it has forced these two two forces together, these two groups of people together against the central government. And they even have a shadow government set up. Um, it doesn't go very far because the central government has all the weapons. They've got planes. They actively bomb churches, hospitals, mm-hmm. schools. And um, if you want to learn more about this, there's a group called the Free Burma Rangers. And they have a website. They have, uh, they have a lot of information about what they do to alleviate the physical suffering of the Burmese who are in civil war against the central government. Great, great organization. It's Christian-based. They don't carry weapons, but they do go into war zones, and they actively help people that have been wounded, bury people that have died, and try to bring in medical supplies and treat them and wow. train. But it's an ugly, ugly situation, That's and we've got Christians there. And and the Christians again, aren't allowed to meet. Churches are all closed. That's that's by by decree of the, of the current government. Wow. And yeah. so our churches are meeting online. It's 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 just barbaric. Mm-hmm. What they're doing. It's it's what Russia was trying to do in the Ukraine when they invaded. Yeah. And we're mm-hmm. and we're stopped. You know, but. The Burmese government or the Burmese military did this to their own people, and the rest of the world pretty much just, oh, you know, they put up sanctions and then they walked away well, from there's it. There's a lot of prayers that need to be happening, that's yeah. for sure. Hey, uh, last last two minutes, uh, India. India, India, boy, that's in 2014, they elected a, a Hindu nationalist government. And uh, since then, that government has encouraged the Hindu population to reconvert Christians and Muslims back to Hinduism. And they've done a lot of things in order to encourage that. Like when you go in and burn a church, you just you just turn your back on it and let it happen. And this is happening more and more. Like this year alone, 250 churches that I know of in India have been burned, pastors have been killed, and people have been forced to reconvert. Oh, it's a difficult place. What is our present? What is your guys' presence there? Because I know you're over that country. Yeah, in, in India, we have the largest number of churches of any place in Asia. We have like mm-hmm. 1,800 churches. Yeah. So. But the prevailing attitude then from the government is if you are not Hindu, they don't want you they there. They don't want you. Is that a certain part of India? All of India. No, that's all, all of India. Of India. Yeah. What is the safest part of India for Christians? Uh, probably the United States. <laughs> oh, shoot! No, they there there are there there are large enclaves like in Northeast India, but they're being encouraged. The Muslim, the Hindus are being encouraged to go into the churches and burn them, pull pastors out, pull parishioners out on Sundays, and burn the churches. It's happening right now. That's terrible. Folks, we got a lot to be praying about. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been a fun week. I think I can do this another week or two. I mean, it's, it's really been fun. <laughs> but we just okay. we just need God's presence all Amen. around this world. And, folks, we need you praying. All of us need to be praying that God's hand would be uh, on all our countries and God's presence would be there. And, Don and Carolyn, thank you for your presence as missionaries and who you're working with. And may God protect you guys. And, and uh, may you have a good, safe trip back. And, 
And I can't wait to see you next time. Thank you, Tom. Lord bless you guys listening, and I hope you have a great, great week. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.